We've often mentioned the importance of China for the Australian wool industry. Over 80% of Australian wool is exported there for processing, but half of that is sold at retail within China. Equally, the Chinese wool processing industry relies heavily on Australian wool, with well over 60% of wool imports into China coming from Australia. Not to mention the reliance on Australian merino wool for Chinese made next to skin and fine wool clothing. So, the Woolmark Australian Wool Innovation Country Manager for China has an enormous role to play for this industry. Let's hear from him. Welcome to The Yarn. It's a podcast for the wool industry. I'm Marius Cumming. But Jeff Ma is the Country Manager for China for AWI with 18 staff across Shanghai and Beijing offices from technical expertise, Woolmark licensing, marketing and public relations. He manages a fully integrated unit in our most important market. Looking after the interests of Australian wool growers, but also those retailers selling wool and manufacturers using wool. Jeff Ma has been in this role for nine years and says the country's relationship with wool has changed a lot across the last decade. China is no longer uh, only you know, being as the most important manufacturing hub for Australian uh, wool industry, but also uh, the largest consumption market uh, with the you know, growth of you know, middle-class population and their income, their disposable you know, income level is also rising you know, uh, very fast in past years. Uh, Chinese consumers uh, love wool and they, they, they buy a lot of sweaters and uh, you know, jackets and uh, also you know, sportswear these days. Sportswear becomes a really important market for us because when you look at the data, uh, the ch- you know the, the sportswear market in China is still enjoying a double-digit growth in the last couple of years compared to women's wear and men's wear. And through COVID, uh, all the marketing went online, yeah. um, which I, pre- I presume provided quite a big uptick. But then post-COVID, there's been quite a sort of an economic hangover in China. Yeah. Um, how are things going at the moment? China has a very vibrant fashion market. Both brick-and-mortar stores and online shopping grow very rapidly. And uh, I want to press on the importance of online shopping because e-commerce is growing really fast and that gives Chinese consumers a lot more opportunities to buy high-quality clothing from around the world. Uh, so this is something we worked really hard in the past couple of years, and we had a great partnership with China's number one e-commerce platform, uh, Tmall. Tmall belongs to Alibaba Group, and uh, it takes like 50% of the e-commerce Amazing. Uh, market. Amazing. What, what a massive Yeah, and clothing is the biggest category of uh, Tmall. Yeah. So we had a great partnership with them, and this is the fourth year we work with them, and it really enables us to bring together hundreds and thousands of brands. As you know, the fashion market in China is very fragmented. Uh, and, uh, you know, with this partnership, we can really reach out to more consumers by bringing, you know, brands together. And how how has that marketing evolved since COVID, since everything went online? Has that uh, deepened? Has it changed? Have you focused more on the bricks and mortar stores as well. well uh, the, the, the digital and e-commerce landscape in China evolved, you know, really quickly. 
uh, when you look at how people you know consume fashion uh, it's not only you know in the fashion shops or you know not only uh, on, you know in, in an online shop but also live shopping becomes uh, more and more popular it's, it's an experience a, it's now. like yeah. it's it's a great experience yeah. especially for people living in the rural areas it's like a, you know combination of shopping and entertainment okay. and they will spend like three hours four hours every night you know seeing all different kinds of uh, um, stuffs and uh, and also you know influencers and live streamer play a very important yeah. role for brands to sell their products yes yeah. and being able to click through within videos and things too yeah to garments yeah. it's a very uh, very yeah. interesting platform and that's a very you know measurable you know mm. ma- marketing practice you know through the clicks and the and consumer engagement these you know we can get a lot of you know data and we can f- that we can further analyze in terms of consumer shopping behavior and their shopping patterns so it's so, it's it's a great great practice so for a businessman and a marketer such yeah. as you jeff it's like a dream it's a it, is. it sounds like it's it, it's the perfect platform it, it, it is it's uh, you, you got to adapt to the new platforms you know and new phenomenals uh in china and that as i said that the digital landscape evolved, you know, so quickly in, in China. I think China probably got the most advanced uh, uh, technological and digital developments uh, in, in, in the world. Mm. So well, what about the health of the processes mm-hmm. in China? Because we've heard um, some of the bigger processes mm-hmm. are, have increased their capacity some of the medium yep. processes have shrunk. Yep. Uh, so that's obviously evo- an evolving thing as well yeah i think it's going through a consolidation phase and uh as you said uh big ones will get bigger you know we see reston is building a new factory with a lot of solar you know panels and uh, they're going to build this uh uh green factory in in tongxiang i think that will you know uh be up and coming next year which they feel very proud of Mm. Uh, and there's other, you know, processor like Jing Meng. They're also building a, a, a new uh, scouring mill in the north of Jiangsu province, and uh, they will expand the capacity again in that new uh, scouring mill. So the bigger ones are getting bigger, uh, and uh, I think, you know, there are a lot of. Uh, discussions around the shift to Southeast Asia. What we see is the downstream, you know, processing and, uh, and government making are shifting to, uh, uh, to some of the Southeast Asian markets. And uh, for the Chinese companies, they, 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 they go there really to uh, leverage the tariff benefits, tariff okay. policies. But the the main business is still based in China, especially the early stage processing, and uh, you know the fabrics and yarns are still going to be produced uh, largely at home. You know that's uh, my insight. Yeah. So uh, China and the wool industry are going to be uh, mm. the Chinese processing uh-huh. industry and the Australian uh, the Australian wool grower are going yeah. to be. In business for a long time to come. Of course, of course. And I feel very positive about that. I think the relationship between these two countries uh, improved a lot. Well, as a business, that gave us more favorable media environments and the business conditions to do business uh, 
in, in China. So I think that's very positive to the wool industry. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, Jeff, you're a very experienced uh, businessman and a very experienced marketer, and you've been with um, AWI Woolmark for some time now. Yep. Um, how are you feeling about the future? What would you like to say to Australian wool growers about uh, the, the short and medium term future of wool in China? Well, there are a couple of reasons why China is still critical. China got climate from North China to South China. China got a, a longer sailing season for, mm. for, for wool. And China got population, especially the wealthy middle class. Uh, you know, we got like 300 million middle class consumers in that market. Mm. And they're going to keep buying, you know, high quality clothing, especially wool in, in, in the winter season. Uh, I want to emphasize on the importance of sustainability. Young Chinese consumers are more aware of the environmental issues and they really want to do something good uh, to the earth. I think uh, how to you know, cater to this uh, growing demand around the you know, sustainability topics and uh, eco-friendly products, that's something we need to keep educating the young consumers of the natural, renewable and biodegradable properties of uh, Australian Marina mm. Wool. I think that's something we need to keep doing uh, in the coming years to really position Australian Marino Wool at the forefront of sustainable fashion movements. Yeah. And think, what, what do you think is yeah. the best way to do that? We've got great imagery, yeah. we've got great stories, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we're not we, we're fighting up against the synthetic fibres, man-made yeah. fibres that have yep. that are much, much bigger. Yeah. That have got much deeper pockets. I totally agree. We, we are one percent of the, you know, global, uh, global fashion, yeah. <laughs> uh, global fashion and textile uh, uh, industry. And uh, I think we need to, you know, focus on a couple of things. Uh, for example, we've been doing uh, a lot of campaigns on Earth Day in China. Earth Day? That Earth Day, oh, that's right. something we, we can own. You know, not many brands uh, doing campaigns on yeah. Earth Day. But and what we, happens on Earth Day? Um, basically, we, you know, we, we, we came up with a lot of different creative ideas yeah. you know, to uh, educate the consumers about how wool is you know, good for the mother nature. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we, we, we had a couple of you know, quite successful campaigns on Earth Day in the past two, three years. Yeah. And we, we, we were just you know, uh, told by China PR Association we, we want a, a GOAT award. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah. On our Earth Day campaign early yeah. this year. And uh, you know, I think that's a big recognition for, re- recognition for what we've done you know, for the industry and also for the Australian wool in, Absolutely. in, 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 yeah. in Chinese market. Yeah. That's something we, we can, I think we will continue to do. It's interesting we're talking about digital marketing and yeah. uh, before and how now there is a direct sale from, yeah. um, from a video yeah. or a website. Yeah. It leads to an actual sale yeah. of a product. And yeah. that's yeah. not always been the case in marketing. So it really opens yeah. up a, yeah. a whole new world for you. That is a whole new world. And the beauty of it, we can you know, collect a lot of data to analyze the market, you know, the, the, the consumers, which is the you know, most effective way to, uh, to, 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 uh, to reach out to the consumers and convert 
the you know they they to transform their behaviors and convert yeah. the sales. I think that's the most interesting thing about digital marketing. So that information that you collect, the data, is that yeah. about the age of the person? Their yeah. income, like how more than what, that, what, the, what, what else kind of style they, they appreciate yeah. and what kind of uh, uh, benefits they look from wool. Like, you know, they really like, you know, the lightweighted clothing in, mm. in winter, uh, and because the young Chinese consumers are always on the move, you know, they don't, what, you know, what do you mean by on the move? You know, they they always go out, take a you know, high speed train going to somewhere to meet their clients. Oh, they're physically moving, they are fi- yeah. yeah, physically on the move. So, uh, they like, they really like lightweighted wool clothing, and they really appreciate the you know easy care properties mm. uh, of wool because they live in a very fast life. And yeah. uh, they they really want their you know their clothing being you know easily cared. Mm. You know that's something we will you know continue to educate uh, the con- young. Ch- Chinese consumers. So that active outdoor sportswear market is still booming, yeah. but yeah. is the suit still yeah. dying? Uh, I won't say suit is dying. Suit is getting more comfortable and softer. Uh, when you look at a deconstructed, constructed, you know, suiting jacket mm. without the lining inside, you know, and then not, you know, uh, with heavy, you know, shoulder pads or you know, uh, and without lining, it's getting softer. It's getting getting more versatile you know to you know people you know wear, wear a suit in a very different way than, mm. b- than before uh, i think suit is not going to die but we need to come up with more interesting ideas and uh, and campaign to uh, educate the young gents about how to how to wear in, in, in the modern age yeah it's interesting yeah. now um, yeah. i said before you're, you're very experienced and very successful businessman and marketer um and you we're lucky to keep you in wool. What, what actually keeps you in wool, though? What, what is exciting you? Well, Why are you staying in it? Because you could sell anything. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I've done uh, you know, some, some other things, but uh, why the business you know, kept me uh, in, in the same job for almost nine years, I think, uh, first of all, China is the biggest market for Australian wool industry. It's a big challenge. Uh, I like challenge. And secondly, as I told you before, you know, this job in, you know, enables me to work with a lot you know, creative people, uh, mm. especially in China, you know, the rise of Chinese brands and designers, emerging young designers. We support you know, a lot of them uh, on product development. And we also, you know, uh, uh, you know see a lot of young Chinese designers going to international Walmart products. Mm. So that's something made me feel very proud yeah, of yeah. what I'm doing to support. Yeah, and there's a lot of different facets to this, the company, isn't it? It's not, it's yeah, not just yeah. uh, production there's and sales. There's a lot of different yeah. facets that keep me mm. you know, excited about this job still. Yeah, it's uh, a good answer. Yeah, yeah. So um, in closing, what, what would you like to say to Australian growers? I think um, what I will say is Keep doing what you're good at and um, do uh, things like what I mentioned before. I think sustainable fashion is a very important uh, subject for, for, for us. I think we need to evolve with the industry and, and, and the market. We've done a lot in fashion 10 years ago. I see next 10 years, it's really put, you know, Australian merino wool 
uh, at the front and center of the sustainability movement. I think that that's the key message I want to, uh, you know, send to the industry. Something to claim. Well, um, yeah. Jeff, it's been lovely to catch up with you again. Um, thanks for what you do on behalf of uh, Australian growers thanks, and Maris. the industry. Thanks, Maris. It's been yeah. great to uh, talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having a yarn, mate. Thanks. Right. Cheers. Jeff Mark, Country Manager for China for Woolmark AWI. So I hope you've uh, got a little bit of an insight into the biggest market for Australian wool there and how it's travelling. You can, of course, follow what AWI and Woolmark does across Facebook, Instagram and X. But for now, from me, Marius Cumming, thanks for having a yarn with us.